I bought these beers for the cheap because the woman didn't know the price. <laughs> This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. Are these beers cheap already? Yeah, they are. Like, there was no price on them, and she looked at a sheet, and the sheet apparently didn't have the price, and she goes, what do you normally pay for these? Is if I regularly buy? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you you look like a man who knows his Tecate. The time I bought Tecate. I had one the other day, so it was in my mind. And uh, We're on a bit of a kick, are we? Well, I got Mexican food, so I stopped and got a Mexican beer to go with it, and... Uh, so I said, I don't know, at the Mexican places, they're two for a dollar fifty, And that's what she rang them up for us. I paid three dollars for four beers. It's not okay. bad. And Girk, that's why you have a beer tonight. <laughs> I actually think that, uh, well, Thanks, I four in, in, for the intention, but I think that they're probably like 99 cents a piece normally. So. Yeah. Well, first I thought you were double fisting over there at the, the table, and I'm like, well, it's been a rough day with the kids. <laughs> Man needs two Tecates. Yep. I don't want Tecate publicly associated with me. There's nothing wrong. I think this is a... Perfectly hipstery beer. Really? Right? Hipsters love shitty beer. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. I don't either. But it's cheap, so that's why I bought it, because I'm a father. I feel like hipsters, what they do I is they drink beers that should be expensive, but they pay way too much money for them so they can pretend that they're drinking cheap beers. I'm on spring break right now, guys. Yeah. Uh, this is nice. Party and I got yeah. <laughs> Pretending you're in Cancun. Oh yeah. With the ladies. <laughs> you know what's weird? I've never seen you wear glasses before. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize your eyesight is so poor because you have these these tiny eyeballs when I look at you through the glasses, <laughs> and it's like this weird. It, you look like a very different person when you wear them. They're my disguised glasses. Well, guess what? When I take them off, the mustache disappears too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets bigger when you take. Them That's off. right. Yeah. What do you call a dog proctologist? Hmm. A, a vet. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a kick? Was there a point to that joke? Like, no, it wasn't a joke. Oh, you were just asking a question. <laughs> I was waiting. It sounds like a setup. I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah, that was a dad joke coming in, <laughs> coming in hard. It's already too risque for dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Well, we did call it dog. Do we say dog poop or do we say dog shit? We said dog shit. Oh, okay, then it's yeah, that's too risque. If you say poop, it's okay. If you throw a Y in there with poopy, then you're really a dad. Joke. No, exa- yeah, totally. Especially if you put like an A in front of like a poopy, like mm-hmm. you made a poopy. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. I think I tend to say not a poopy, just poopy. You make poopy. I feel like this should be a thing that we can now say <laughs> things for the kids because you just as long as you add the the y at the end and call some it kind a of like, oh look at this little you're being a little fucky. That's you, <laughs> you little douchey douchey. <laughs> it's okay. I put the uh, the a and the y on it. This is this is hard to look with that fucking green light right in my face. This mm-hmm. is rough. Oh, you're in the same. You're in the right. same thing. I am. Fortunately, you guys are like Gurks, like right under the uh, light for you. I can kind of see. I can't see them at all. They are like shadowed. You guys have this nice Hulk green color to you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going for. A little smaller. <laughs> little leprechaun. <laughs> I'll be the leprechaun. Yeah. You can be the Hulk. Lou Ferrigno Hulk, I think. Like Edward Norton yeah. Hulk. So we we had an open mic tonight, and there was a, a performer uh, who you knew, uh, and it was Big A and the kids. Big, oh, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan kid. being, I guess, the kid. Yep, he's and a kid. Big A being some girl who sang. I had first told her that um, I felt like Big A was not an appropriate nickname for her because she was uh, Hobbit sized, like myself. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. someone in the audience was like, hey, that's mean. 
And I was like, what? We're we're a strong, industrious people. We just have hairy feet. That's all. It's not an insult to I her. I feel like the hobbits aren't industrious at all. Like, they're pretty lazy. I guess that's true. And then I got into a debate about Lord of the Rings characters with two different people who were... One had no idea... One was Kim, who did our last podcast, mm-hmm. who has literally never seen Lord of the Rings at all. So she had no... You've never seen Lord of the Rings? Oh, man. Yeah. We should do a Lord of the Rings screening here, so he's forced to watch it. Take a good two could. days to get through that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start with the Hobbits. Go down to Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Finish it up with the whole Harry Potter series. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out No, the fuck the movies. Oh, you're a book snob I'm on a, Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Hardcore. Berto lent me the first Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. He never read it. Uh, no, I started to read it, and then I realized this is a book for children. <laughs> it gets better, <laughs> damn it. I'm By the seventh up. book, <laughs> it's the really intense. Seven books to fucking enjoy it? No, <laughs> about three books to really enjoy <laughs> it. Uh, wh- when did the first Harry Potter book come out? Late 90s, I believe. I, I st- When I started reading them, three books were already out. Okay, when, do you remember when that was, roughly? I mean, I, I want to say 99 or 2000. We could just yeah. Google this. Sure. I was in, like, I was in like second or third grade, I remember so midnight, yeah, I'm wow. guessing like, book one was like early to mid-90s. Holy shit. Because, yeah, but like 2000, I was like three books in. I don't think I ever heard of it until the first movie came out. It was a weird phenomenon, because I remember like in high school, being at graduation parties in June, and like one of the books had just released, and that's all anyone was talking about. Like people had stayed up all night reading these fucking books. <laughs> I have a great Harry Potter book story. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, too. Okay. Does it involve me in some way? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. So this was in the land of uh, away messages, and it was the messenger. <laughs> Fucking oh, A, dude. The days. It was around Berto's graduation that he just referenced, because the book had come out, and Roberto put up an away status that said, I'm reading the new Harry Potter book. I will absolutely not be disturbed unless it's an absolute emergency. So being the industrious fellow <laughs> that I am, I told him... I think he was down here at school. Uh, I was disconnected. <laughs> I, I sent him in his semester. like very urgent in his semester. I said, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I just drove past your dad's house, and there's like, there's cops everywhere, and the fire department's there. <laughs> 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 he called his dad. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did your dad like watch over something? No, he was like, he was confused. I I don't know. I called him. I thought you said that. He I might have gone home. He was like out. Yeah, he was on his way home. home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a weird prank. <laughs> hey, dude, you're fucking, your parents are dead. He fucking Batman pranked you. That's what he, he did. did. Yeah. Yeah. And would have better said, hey, dude, Voldemort's at your house. Hey, you know what? I got him to stop reading Harry Potter. So you've, you've taken the next step, which is uh, not only are you not reading it, now you're also <laughs> impeding him from reading it. <laughs> interruption artist. It's, no, it's interruptorist. We have a union. Okay. <laughs> my, my I remember uh, there was definitely one Harry Potter book that came out, and I was working in radio. I was working for WRV, and we sponsored uh, a midnight release of one of the Harry Potter books. So, like, we did a big radio station thing, and I it was the book. Spoiler alert for anyone who's listening to this and years hasn't fucking read this. <laughs> JJ, plug your ears, okay? Your muffs. It was the one where Voldemort dies. Oh, shit. And we were in Barnes & Noble, and there was like a line around the inside of the building of people like holding onto it, like waiting so they could pay for it, and someone definitely yells, Voldemort dies in the end. I, are you thinking of book six when Dumbledore dies? Who did I say? Voldemort. Voldemort is the villain. Dumbledore is the kind old wizard who's like the Ben Kenobi of the series. Well, does Voldemort die? At the, in the last book. (laughs) 
But you kind of see that coming. Isn't there a new Harry Potter book coming out? There is. It's actually the script to the play. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling has written like a stage play mm-hmm. that is like a sequel, I guess. It's like you know Harry Potter as an adult. Yeah, it's about a son, right? Oh, and yeah. Didn't, didn't yeah, they yeah. recast actors? Like they're the uh, adult versions of the yeah. Three? It's for the it's for a, the it's going to be on the stage in London. Okay. First, I assume it'll come to New York eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but the script is being released like in book format, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of confusion apparently because people are really excited that there's a new Harry Potter book coming, not realizing that it actually has to be read like a script, like it has stated directions and dialogue and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't just you know read it cover That's to how cover. How you feel about that? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you talking? <laughs> there's also the new movie coming out. I think next year. And that's about it's like Harry Potter in America, right? It's like a not him specifically, no, the it's, universe. Uh, it's like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, but it's it's about wizards in America. It's I believe so. Yeah, coming to America. Like <laughs> yes. yes, fuck you, fuck too. you too. <laughs> okay, here we'll, we'll test your Harry Potter nerd skills. So, uh, in the original Harry Potter books, the word "muggle" refers to a non-wizardy person. In the new Harry Potter book that takes place in America, Americans have their own specific word for "muggle." They're... What is it? I don't fucking know. Call yourself a a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in the in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Yes. Apparently, in America, they don't use the word "muggle." That's like an English thing. Oh, in America, okay. they have their own word for what muggles are. I will admit, I don't follow like all the like the Pottermore website and stuff like that. I'm not. I don't follow a lot of her updates on there. So you don't follow the Potterverse. You read the fan fiction. Not have. I don't read the fan fiction. <laughs> Except I do have a funny story about a friend of mine who got involved <laughs> in some fan fiction. Oh, did they? Sh- fan fiction um, usually much porn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's erotic fanfiction. So there's just regular fanfiction. Yeah, there are like right, regular fanfiction, and then there's shipping. That's, that's a whole. That's a whole other thing. Shipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell yours, and then I'll explain what shipping uh, so is. So I had a, I had a kid I knew in college or? who told a story one time <laughs> that he was a, he was a weird kid, and he would sometimes like troll Craigslist looking for the most ridiculous like personal ads, and he found one. Of looking for a Harry Potter fan to engage in some role play, and, oh. and this is third hand, so I don't know how realistic the story is, but it sounds pretty fucking funny. So he like messaged her, and like he was he had read the book, so he like included some like inside Potter jokes to prove that he was a legit fan. And she said, "Okay, why don't you why don't you come over and be the Ron to my Hermione?" So he actually showed up, and she answered the door in like a ro- like a wizard robe, and like pulled out a wand covered in lube, and he's like, "Nope." Fuck it and got it and like left. That is no way a true story. There was no it's way that probably happened. not a true story. Oh my god! But he did. He did have like the original ad. Like he screenshotted it and he like had it on his like email or whatever. Did he still have the wand? He didn't have the wand. Oh, that's a shame. I was just gonna say, I know for a fact that Roberto owns a wand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just do. learned a lot. I yeah. do. I also own a lightsaber and a Klingon uh, batleth. So what you're saying is you have several Craigslist ads out. I do. I, I can house. respond to many an ad. No, no. You are the ad. They come to you. <laughs> like, what mood am I in tonight? I'm looking for my Spock. I'm looking for an Alfred. That's a weird... <laughs> you don't need props for that. Like a bow tie and a tr- serving tray. English accent optionals in the Craigslist No, no, no. Ad. English accent required for Alfred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wayne. <laughs> 
if you start referring to your dick as Stately Wayne Manor from now on, it's just that's going to be the line. I think <laughs> diving into the bat cave. That, that's as far as I can I can handle them Takate burps now. Have you mm. J- JB? Have you watched Daredevil yet? The new any of the new episodes? I watched the first three. Okay, marathon them last night. Was Ben Affleck in it? <laughs> no, come on, God, it's Charlie Cox. So no, didn't he play fucking Daredevil? Oh, he yeah. did. And yeah. thank you. We don't speak of it though. Top five greatest. Saw that in theaters opening ever. night. Oh, oh no. What? Yeah. With who? No, no <laughs> one. No, no. To be fair, when that was coming out in theaters, all the comic book nerds were excited. We didn't know what it's we were true. walking into. I just went because everyone else was going. It was the last time you ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it was. Terrible. Except for the couple I dragged you to. I think I dragged you to Dark Knight and something else. X Men. Um, no, Dark Knight was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. X Men was funny. Nobody got my joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> went as uh, what's his face? I went as Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> like I went as like a flush I, I dr- smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crushed velvet jacket and like a martini glass, right? <laughs> Something, yeah. And Roberto <laughs> like worked this elaborate costume to make himself Colossus. Like we spray painted a muscle thing, and his brother dressed up night as crawler. Nightcrawler, and he was like all blue. And people mm-hmm. wanted to take their picture, and I get on out of there like, "What are you? <laughs> like, what? Get out of the picture." <laughs> I remember one point, like two girls, like handed you the camera. <laughs> like, here, can you take this? Yeah, I had. Oh, were nice... you supposed to be something too? I had a nice watch. I was like, I was dressed up. Both dressed up. He's ever been for a film premiere. Mm-hmm. It was pretty warm. Unfortunately, I believe the film we saw was X Men Three. So that well, was the high point of the evening, right there. Kelsey Grammer. That's the only one he was in, right? Mm-hmm. No, he uh... was he in two. Oh, was he? Wasn't he? Didn't he have a cameo in like? Days of Future Past? No, because that was the new kid. I feel like he was the. I feel like I remember him having a cameo somewhere, and there's like a the, future. Well, X-Men. I, okay, well, so maybe he had a cameo, but he was only in X three, I think, as as Beast. Oh my stars and garters! Mm-hmm. Oh my stars and garters! I say that pretty regularly, actually. I've in never everyday heard you life. say that. No, and neither have I. Not I once. think you're full of shit. It, you can't claim Beast. It comes out maybe three or four times a year, I think. There's also. Uh, I used to say when I was a kid, I used to say Zosvid. Which was something that Longshot used to say, and it was apparently some phrase uh, from the Mojoverse. Yeah. I don't know what it meant. And uh, I used to like, uh, there was like a Colossus saying that he always used to say that I used to say regularly. This Colossus a, smash! In like That's ninth the grade. Hulk! Come on! <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed the Punisher storyline in the new Daredevil. Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a weird <laughs> mix of things. Like political comic book yeah. nonsense. Uh, yes, I also enjoyed The Punisher. Mm-hmm. The new thing. We'll talk about that. We'll do a dork side. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, we're yeah. due for a dork side. We I'm are. just going to say, I didn't like The Punisher movie. No, they sucked. Both of them. Um, Fucking terrible. I didn't mind the Thomas Jane no, one. No, he made me oh. watch it. Yeah, you come over. We'll watch, just watch Punisher. No. Mm. I didn't mind it. Really? I didn't like Travolta. I like Thomas Jane as... as Frank Castle. No, see, I like the the Frank Castle that they're doing in the new Daredevil series because he's like he is like if you were going to do a they proper depiction of they the changed character, his origin in the movie, which I didn't oh, like. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen that far yet. Okay, but, no, no, not in the show. In the in the movie, they changed his origin. Uh, okay, it was like a secret agent, not a marine. But like, he, he, oh, like to me, I like if. I like the new uh, depiction of him because he's like zero bullshit. No mm-hmm. one-liners, nothing funny. He just is fucking merciless and murders mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and that's like that's the right portrayal. That's what like, it should be a very um, yeah, Thomas Jane, like he had like Garth Ennis series, yeah, yeah, exactly, like, just like, bare bones. That's it. And in the movie, he like you know he was like campy and telling jokes and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't think he mourned enough in the movie. He wasn't. Yeah, you're not supposed. He wasn't, to, he wasn't sad enough. You're not supposed to like him. You know, right. you're not. He's not like he's an antihero. You're not supposed to like sympathize with him and like. You know, ro- you don't root for the Punisher. You like know what Walter I mean? Walter White. The Punisher is like the guy who, like, 
you know, he goes... Trying to bring it around like, to something I know about. <laughs> <laughs> the Punisher would not like Walter White. Walter White would... No, he'd be dead. Punisher like he'd be dead. dead. No. Yeah. Punisher what? doesn't like very much. Yeah. I'd, except killing people. All I really remember is that it wasn't good, and he seemed angry. I really enjoyed the scene in the pawn shop. <laughs> Generally the... Yes. When he, <laughs> the oh, he was on his way out. <laughs> yep. And the guy's like, hey, you like little kids? He's like, mm. Well, now I have to kill <laughs> you. Like, click. Anyways. Yeah, and I also, I hate the kid who played the piercing face kid. He was yeah, in, he was kind of He was in Six Feet Under. I don't know that actor's name, but for some reason... Six Feet Under? The show? The show, yeah. You know about that. That fucking show. He, he, he you, was you obsessed with that show. For, yeah. I no, that show. No, no, he loved that show. No, no. He loved it. I liked the first two to three seasons, and <laughs> then it got... Oh, wait, I have to wait three seasons to get in? To... No, no, I was in from the beginning. The first two to three seasons, and then it just fucking spiraled out of control. And so much where I own the complete series it on does. DVD, and I was down to like the last maybe three no, episodes. you were down to the last episode, I remember, because I kept asking you if you'd seen... No, no, it was like two or three episodes. Really? Yeah. You know what's okay. funny? I'm, I did the same thing. I never finished the series. Just, you know what? Because I was fucking done. It was <laughs> such ridiculous bullshit by the end of it. There was definitely a couple uh, Six Feet Unders that I remember watching. Like, I openly, I loved Six Feet Under, and, like, there were episodes that definitely, like, I would just, like, cry after them. They were so good, and I would call my parents and just tell them I loved them. Through I, that, it, it affected me, that fucking show. Remember, remember the one where that guy, his wife dies, and he decides that all she wants is a natural burial, so he steals her body? Mm-hmm. And he, like, mm-hmm. wraps her in, you That know, was Lisa, right? I don't, yeah. That was her know. character's name? I don't remember. And uh, he like takes her out to like Joshua Tree and buries her. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that that's not happening. You're going to prison. <laughs> I never. Or the Michael the show. C. I saw Hall. a couple episodes with him. The it's... you know the episode I really hated the Michael C. Hall uh, smoke crack forcibly episode. I mean, beyond his, I know, I know exactly you know, what last episode. Last couple seasons, I... it was like him on crack the whole episode, and he like, yeah, he, he might goes have been with raped the kid. No, no, he goes with the kid, but he's like sort of attracted to the kid, so he sort of rolls with it, but he goes too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. Ends up getting the shit kicked out of him, and then he gets PTSD after that. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they wouldn't let that go. Yep. Come on. <laughs> He was abused by a crackhead. Well, cut him some slack. Get out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, hey everybody, yep. welcome to the Dark Side <laughs> Records and Gallery podcast. Can it just open? With, Get out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a monthly podcast dedicated to vinyl, music, pop culture, and whatever else we decide to talk about. I'm JB. I'm Berto. I'm Tyler. I'm JJ. Tyler back for uh, another special guest appearance. A, a two yeah, first, too. Yeah. Two in a row. Tyler the deuce. Yeah, <laughs> chucking up them deuces. Lurking gherkin. <laughs> creepy, creepy gherkin today. Uh, so it's uh, it's March. It is March. It's almost end of March. First day of spring. It is It is actually the first day of spring. Yeah. That's correct. And it and was fucking 32 degrees today. <laughs> We're supposed to get <laughs> snow tomorrow. <laughs> but um, this month was actually uh, a big milestone. We have uh, coming up in a couple weeks, we have Record Store Day on yeah. April 16th. First Record Store Day in our new location. Yeah, yeah. Last week... We did a couple things where we actually, uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, we started a radio show on WRV-FM 96.9 in Poughkeepsie. We did do that. It's Sunday nights at 10 p.m. It's called Hudson Valley Homegrown, where we uh, spotlight independent, local, and and regional artists. Everything, we established it's everything but New Jersey, (laughs) is what we established. As long as you're unsigned, independent, and and kick-ass. Not in the dirty jurors. Uh, we'll play you on the air. But so we did our first, uh, actually our first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, by the time this airs, so the first two will, will have been out. In fact, one is going to, let's make sure it all listen. It's tonight at 10 p.m. So let's okay. all. I'm let's, probably not going to listen. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a radio at home. So yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to go out to my car and like sit there like a sad person. WRV.com. Yeah. You can oh, stream yeah. it on yeah. WRV.com. Okay. That's true. 
I could do that. I'm going to forget. Okay. As long as as long as babies are asleep, I'll try. Okay. I will also try. Yeah. But for those of you who are in a band and you want to be on the show, go to WRV.com. There is a link there to where you can submit music and information and... Dick jokes. Send us your dick jokes. I mean, there's a section that says describe your band. If you put a dick joke in there, I mean, I won't be mad. Well, <laughs> it's going to be a weird episode, that episode. Dick pics. Not really yeah. accepted. <laughs> it's going to be great if someone actually just submits, like, it's a dick joke, and the pictures is a picture of a dick. With a, and the, with a joke written on it? And the MP3 is just, like, fart noises or something, and it's a picture of a butt. Like, like somebody just took a clip from Eugene Merman's record where it's just mm. him making orgasm noises yes, for exactly. minutes. <laughs> I like this. So, uh, listeners, you know what to do. But uh, last week was uh, an important day in the whole scheme of Record Store Day, which was they released the list. The official list went live, closely followed by a lot of cancellations. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately followed. Only like two. I'm in mourning, goddammit. The thing I was looking forward to was canceled. Me too. What was yours? Uh, (laughs) The score to the ninth gate by... Vorchakilar. Vorchakilar. Oh. That was not that was not mine. That was mine. Damn it. And but, I'm upset and I'm thinking of it. Wait, isn't that another movie you made me watch? It may have been. Is that the Johnny Depp movie? Yeah, he's like a book collector and he finds that like satanic yeah, book. Yeah. And then I remember you saying that you were thinking about changing your minor to like the occult. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's not offered at Marist. <laughs> I went and I talked to like the Marist brothers. I'm like, hey, listen, can I study the occult with you guys? You mean the Catholic Church? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, get the get the get fuck out. out. Get out. Mine was uh, uh I was excited they were going to re-release the first Down album, mm. oh. Nola. No, that, yeah, that would have been sick. I fucking love that record. Saw it down two years ago in Albany. Cool. Yeah, it's a good time. You I it was Cinco de Mayo. No, but I, <laughs> I yeah, we went to a burrito bar before it went to Bombers. Before was it Bombers? Yep. Sweet. And yeah. um, tequila, lots of tequila. <laughs> Had some brews. Tequila, uh, tequila. I was like, ooh, this is uh, I'm feeling a little funky. Really. Mm-hmm. I get two steps out Go of the, the venue and I projectile vomit. Into the parking lot, <laughs> and the ba- I had to argue with the bouncers to let me back in. Where was it? Uh, the uh, Northern Lights, like oh, okay. upstate. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think I was at that show as well. Oh, so it was Black Label Society was the headliner. Or? Uh, I don't remember who else. I only remember Down. I only went to see Down. <laughs> well, yeah, I left after Did Black you see Label. Some douchebag vomiting in the parking lot. Maybe some guy <laughs> threw up on me, and I fucking yeah. chased him out of the place. As I'm walking, like I projectile vomited, and I just kept walking. I was like, hmm, hope nobody saw that. And then I just hear like the three bouncers like, oh, that was fucking gross. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and I did a lap around the parking lot, but they still remembered me. <laughs> You're that guy. I like a little, you know, a little chunk of vomit yeah, in my you, beard and you shit. Had the stank like, yeah. guy. <laughs> the hair was... Yeah, they, oh, they, they spotted me a, a mile away. I just saw a wave of... Um, People in motorcycle jackets, uh, that black label. Sorry if I offend any uh, black label society fans, but not my. I don't mind Zach Wild, but yeah, the fans are. <laughs> Dude, it's Zach it's like Wild's amusing though. It's it's a weird he scene is. that whole scene that they're part of. It's and it's like I mean, and it's funny because even like bands like Clutch somehow fall into that same crew and you get the same people. And Clutch I remember- is a weird anomaly in mm-hmm. the music world. Yeah, like you know opening for Marilyn Manson back in the day mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever mm-hmm. but then also you know I don't know it's just it's a strange anomaly clutch yeah they have a piece coming out record store day they do have a record store day piece yeah it's um unreleased stuff from the latest album Psychic Warfare right yeah okay. and I cool. believe it's a pick disc Ooh. cool 
Cool. On their own label, Weathermaker Music. I mean, there's a list right in front. You could actually confirm that, but that's actually... Uh, I don't need the I, list. I, I reckon he's got it. <laughs> yeah. He's got it memorized. <laughs> got it all up here. It's like I remembered how to pronounce Vorchik Kilar. Well done. That's all he does. Vorchik Kilar. <laughs> now, now I'm sad. Now I'm flaccid and sad because it was canceled due to... Pressing issues. God damn it. You know, I know you already legally changed the name of your dick from Vlachikilar <laughs> or whatever. Vorchik. Now it's Flatchikilar. Flatchikilar. <laughs> well, I genuinely wondered if uh, the down piece got canceled because of this whole racist Phil Anselmo thing that's been happening over mm-hmm. the past uh, couple months or so. Oh. I guess over his whole life, but really spotlighted yeah. <laughs> by the last couple months or so. Because it's just like I don't know. never Possible. a good, never a good thing to uh, Nazi salute at a. You know, it, it was a Dimebag Daryl like tribute yeah. thing too. You know, to I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's not good to do a Nazi no, salute yeah. at shows. <laughs> General, on stage. Generally not. Uh, Unless yeah. it's a Trump rally. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> specific <laughs> shows. <laughs> but uh, on the bright side is that they were both replaced by two David Bowie pick discs. I don't know if they were replaced by them, but you can, in my mind, well. they you were not okay. replace. <laughs> but they announced you're the only one fretting. <laughs> There's at but, least two other people fretting, probably. Two other soundtrack nerds. Yeah, yeah. And and Vorchek Kilar. His instant messenger away message says no Vorchek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so let's let's talk about things that we're excited that are, uh, uh, as of this point are actually going to happen. Yes. Like we don't we don't know. I don't want to jinx it and fuck it over. Uh, Zguar, it's Scum Dogs, the Universe, I believe. Yes. Reissue with a First, really cool pop-up gatefold. Yes. So you actually, uh, it, I saw a picture of that. It looks really cool. It does. It's one of those things where like I'm going to be really afraid to like ruin it when I open it mm. at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's still a cool piece. And it's the first time on vinyl, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah. First vinyl release. Cool. I am. That is. Uh, that was another one that was on my like. like I'm, I'm not a huge Guar fan, but like that album. I like. I bought the CD when it came out. And it was yeah, totally it's good stuff. Uh, l- let's be real. Anything that's a Guar album that's a pop up gatefold cover, I'm in. Like scratch and sniff, vomit. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, little pieces in Comes there. Comes with a packet of blood. I'm in. <laughs> you, you fucking, you got me. I'm kind of excited about the uh, the Doors live piece. I, I remember when I first saw the list, I was like, okay, it's another Doors piece. But look well, at there's the a set couple list, Doors pieces, but the set piece are. is awesome, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, it's the first Aquarius show. Yeah, was later, so you're like, I feel like it's gonna be pretty unpredictable. You don't know what kind of Morrison you're gonna get on that one. I mean, you could get a you know straight up Morrison or fucker in the ass Morrison. What, what, I don't think you're what, that what one, period of Morrison was that? There's this Jimi uh, Hendrix this, and Morrison. It's called Blue High Life. Live and Dirty. And it's the two of them like recorded backstage. Uh-huh. It's Hendrix playing guitar and Morrison screaming, screaming fucker in, in the ass. ass. <laughs> it's I gold. missed that somehow. Okay, <laughs> we've had it in a couple times. The next time it comes in, I'll you know. Yeah, save it for me at least so I can listen to yeah. it. It's one of those things that shatters like Doors fans like hearts. Yeah, like who is this? That's Jim Morrison. I don't like this. <laughs> no, James. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Doors fan. I don't know. Why <laughs> Very whiny. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited for. I'm actually. I'm. I'm a little bit curious as to what it is, but uh, as is for the last couple records tour day. Uh, events, the Deftones are putting out a piece. Mm. Yep, this uh, is uh, demos, I believe. It's like B-sides, B-sides and rarities. Okay, yeah, rarities yeah. on on vinyl. Yeah, first time ever, right? Well, I'm I'm curious to see what it actually is. They've done uh, a couple of things this, in the past. They have a B-sides album out on well, CD. They, they did uh, they did a covers 
album or that was rsd a few years ago the covers yeah. album and it's been a collection of covers that they've done throughout time it wasn't just you know they didn't sit down and record it for record store day and so i'm curious what's going to be on this and uh last year was, was a live album mm. and so this one i'm curious to see what's going to be considered the b-sides and rarities because i feel like i have a bunch of deftones b-sides and rarities mp3s from like the 90s and they're all like you know super shittily encoded mp3s and <laughs> right. sound like shit so if it is actually... 28-bit. Yeah, exactly. And if, if it's some of those songs, I'll, I'll be genuinely excited to hear them in you know a decent format. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh, the Tom Petty piece. As Kiss My Amps. The Kiss My Amps yeah. 2. 2, right. It's Whoa. been... Um, I want to say Three that years? the... Yeah, it's like the first Kiss My Amps came out maybe 2011, 2012. Yeah, I think it was one of our first records. Yeah, maybe days. our second record yeah. Saturday. And it was really... It's like a really good piece. And so I'm excited to hear the... It's live, right? Yeah, so it's alive, and I think that one was from a tour they was doing at the time, so I'm not 100% sure what's on this one, but either way, I guarantee it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And there's also, there's a Mud Crutch piece coming out, which is his original band before Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and they're coming they're, out with a new record, so they're putting out a 7 Yeah, I think it's recorded in 2007 when they kind of started to reform a bit. Yeah, yeah. I like Run the Jewels. Thanks, uh, okay. Billy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the Run the Jewels, uh, the virtual reality headset thingamajig Dude, uh, that they that got thing, going on. It's not even my bag, but it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm curious how that, what it's actually going to be like. I would I, actually say, I like from memory, I think that's one of the pieces that we ordered the most of. Oh, cool! And it's not mm-hmm. even vinyl. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little skeptical about it, but we'll see how it goes. Mm, I'll see, and I because I'm, I don't like gimmicks. So much, yeah, so right. I'm like a little wary well, about it. Like, like I know whole, that I don't know what to sell, but there's a whole shift to this virtual reality thing, and like they're not the first, but it's definitely the first RSD piece that's mm-hmm. embracing the 3D virtual reality video. Yeah, experience. so I a online clip of it and kind of gave you a little 3D view, yeah. and it yeah, looked that, really the, cool. The but, YouTube video, yeah, right? where they're like and walking you, towards you and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, take but, a chance. Because uh, I'm a huge Run the Jewels fan now. I just I'm waiting have, for the Tila Tequila virtual reality piece. Oh, I already <laughs> got two on, on pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? You know what I never bought? Let's, let's flash back to last record story for a second. Remember that um, there was that German porn pick disc 7-inch? Yeah. Uh, what was that called? Um... Uh, it was it was a German title. I can't remember what yeah. it was. I, uh, hmm. I intended to pick that up, and I think we might I think still, we still have, have a copy. It, yeah. yeah. What? I'm intrigued. It, it was, was like, like a, a soundtrack a, from like porn film. Like it was like I don't really know what it was. I th- uh, it's been so long. It's been a year. It was a music on vinyl piece, I think. Yeah, it was from music on vinyl, and it was something about like a famous porn director, mm-hmm. and it was like two cuts from famous porn, and there's mm-hmm. um like old porn, and it's uh, like a scene from each from two different movies on each side of the seven inch. Yeah. I didn't even know that. If I had known that, it's, there was yeah. like a really weird obscure piece. And, yeah, um, I'm not sure most people knew about it, but. Yeah, Music on Vinyl always does sure like like an interesting, it. weird soundtrack 7-inch. Yeah, they did I, the King Kong one a yeah. couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They did Psycho last year, mm. or the year before last. Okay. Should I go look? Is, is it here in the store? It is here, yeah. It's What's somewhere. It, where is it? 7 inches? Or? 2014 RSD, I'm going to guess. 7-inch? 10-inch? Yeah, it's a 7-inch. It's right, a big look. disc. Continue. Um. Oh, my <laughs> God. Are they doing one this year? I can't remember. I don't remember. I think those tend to be late editions. Yeah, they tend to be late editions, and like there was like a limited ordering window or something. It's sometimes it's tough. I'm uh, really excited about a lot of the rap that's coming out naturally. 
What uh, I, I know there's a couple of Lil Wayne pieces. Yeah, the Lil Wayne, the Carter one and two. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like because yeah. I'm not a huge Wayne fan, but Carter's were a good. Uh, set of albums. Does he have a yeah, butler who refers to him as Mr. Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> Biggie's got more money, more problems coming out. Oh, yeah, the 12 out. inch coming mm-hmm. out, yeah. Although I just found that in the in the 12 inch collection. Yeah. Nice. So, oh, and Outcast. I think an Outcast 10 inch hmm. Elevators is coming out, so that should be cool. Uh, he usually cool. does pretty well. Yeah. I Matt, I missed the Black Friday uh, Stanconia, I think. Yeah, yeah, and Speaker Box and Love Below was two years ago. I yep. think. It was and a pick disc, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I know it was like a triple LP, yeah, like giant I was, expanded. I think band. it was a pick disc. Oh, for speaker okay. box. I think so. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because the yeah the Stanconia uh, from Black Friday was like the yellow and black. Yeah, and uh, I just slacked on it. No more uh, German porn. I couldn't find the German porn. I'll have, to, I'll have to go find it. <laughs> the German porn <laughs> seven really, inch. Really it's the one with the hairy it. bush on the cover. At one point, out there was a surprising amount of German named seven inches from 2014. There was like Blitzentrappa and Die Krusen <laughs> and something else. None of which it was. I assume. Unpo- it wasn't a popular year for the Germans. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Or the German. I think it was. Thought, yeah, it was. I might be missing out on the ninth gate, but the Goblin piece is still slated to come out, and I'm excited about. That's a seven inch, right? There are two actually. There's they're releasing a seven inch with a theme from Suspiria, which uh, I played for Girk the other day. Oh, and he, he and Becca admitted it was a terrifying <laughs> track. I was going with like no, um, actually, a parody yeah. of the Rihanna song. I was going to, with a parody of. Uh, some fucking 80s song. Oh, yeah, I know that's not you're thinking of. But physicals? Let's get physical. Okay. Are you done mocking the things that I love? <laughs> um, so that's coming out. It's probably one of Goblin's like, most well-known themes. That's a 7-inch. And then they have an unreleased film score coming out that supposedly hasn't been... was like unarchived you know, mm. somewhere and unearthed. Okay. And So that'll be the first time it's available, I believe, in any format. Ooh. That's cool. <laughs> Just helping Berto out there. <laughs> Sound effects, man. Thank you. Um, there's a limited. There's a really limited run. I'm kind of excited about, which is the Super Chunk Singles Collection. That's like 89 oh, yeah. to 91. Mm-hmm. I got a. Uh, I, it's a little out of my usual genre, I'd say, but I'm. I got a soft spot for the Super Chunk. Chubby for the chunky. <laughs> you can say it that way. <laughs> I know. I did say it that way. That's actually their fan club name. <laughs> the Chunkies. Um, there's a. I'm. I. I'm sure. I'm again the only one interested, but at least within our staff, there's a Lucinda Williams piece coming out uh, called "Just a Little More Faith and Grace." I, I was originally interested. But then I found it's just like a longer version. Yeah, it's of like that a song. twenty minute version of that song, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> right in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things not soundtrack related, I'm excited for. Oh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Green River is releasing like, like their, their demos LP, <laughs> um, which was like the precursor to the Seattle grunge scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was Jeff Ament pre Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. um, so that'll be on LP, I think. For the first time, I think it was just a demo tape, like a cassette tape back in the day. Um, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm a grunge fan as well. Agreed. Uh, one thing that I'm excited for, uh, not even necessarily musically, is the new Brujeria 7-inch uh, that they're putting oh, the, out. The Trump the ones. four 7-inches. <laughs> and it's called Viva Presidente Trump. And it's four different color 7-inches. And basically, I am buying this purely on the cover art alone, which is a picture of Donald Trump with a machete 
sliced into his head and a band over his eyes that says fuck you puto on it <laughs> vintage brujeria i feel like that's worth owning like that's just it's like it's a conversation piece it's you know, you know? it's worth owning because if he wins like it's gonna be outlawed oh it's gonna God. be like those you know no i'm gonna put on a shirt it's gonna get awkward really quick we're all gonna say goodbye to jb now because yeah. he's about yeah. to be a black bag the Stasi yeah. is good. Yep. <laughs> we're talking about donald trump right Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Good call. Make Donald Trump again. Well, see, uh, I'm talking about somebody else in this. I'm not talking about Donald Trump. That's another guy. That's the guy running for president. This is, this is somebody else. That's this how I get out of this. Hotels. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> totally different guy. I actually have a non hip hop release that I'm what? looking at. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Uh, it's a Foles seven inch. Oh, uh, Foles. yeah, you do like the Foles. Foles. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Foles guy. Actually, <laughs> thanks to Record Store Day last year, or maybe two years ago, they did Foles. On uh, 12 inch is their LP Holy Fire, and I didn't get the record store day release, but I got a free CD courtesy of Darkside Records. Ooh. Yeah, and then I was hooked. So thanks, thanks you know guys. You know what I find cool about that? That you actually listen to the free CD. Yeah, like a lot of people get free CDs on record store from us, and mm-hmm. they just go meh. Well, because I'd rather just take one that. Like caught my eye right. instead of grabbing like three and just being so like, ah, eh, cool, I have a stack. You, you grab know, it like, based on art or I had art? heard their name before and I was like, oh, this is you know, so this, this seems a like relevant. To check out something new without spending any money on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there are two Regina Specter reissues coming out, and I think those will not only be big, but I'm pretty excited yeah. about those. Uh, it's what is it? Uh, Soviet Kitsch. Yep, and um, the other one, the one <laughs> yeah. after Soviet Kitsch. That one. That one. Um, Bardo hasn't mentioned the Force Awakens ten inch. I was saving it, but you know, now the cat's out of the bag. There <laughs> is the Force Awakens ten inch. Throw them under the bus. Uh, I believe it's color colored or a pick disc. I can't remember. I think it's a pick disc. Okay. What's the picture going to be? I think it's going to be just a dejected Mark Hamill reaching out for the lightsaber <laughs> because he's got to cash in his five minutes in the film as much as he can. What about the B-side? That's a good question. There are a lot of options for the B-side. Could have like a Kylo Ren mask. Mm-hmm. That's too easy, though. Like, I think it should be like a BB-8 and the bottom of the pick sleeve case is like has some sand in it. So you're like forced to clean your, <laughs> you have to clean your record. <laughs> <coughs> so, no, see that that would been cool, like a BB-8 shaped seven. Yeah, like a die yeah. cut. That would have been cool. But they're not that creative. Hey, they didn't ask me. It's true. <laughs> Put sand in it. You you hear that, Disney? All right, <laughs> we got valuable ideas here. Call us. Seriously. They're gonna take our ideas, not call us, and make millions. Fuck. That's like <laughs> that's like my Leave It to Bieber yep. T-shirt idea. Yep. I fucking materialized a month after I said it, and I got nothing. My phrase, pulled a hootie? That one, not as bad. No. People caught on to that. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you was a thing. Who says pulled a hootie? I said it. Yeah, w- you and I, what is, My shirt was in Hot Topic later. <laughs> what is pulling a hootie? When you go from rock or pop to country. So like the stained guy. So Aaron like Aaron Lewis. Yeah. So they Aaron lewis it? He pulled a fucking hootie. Mine sounds better. No, it doesn't. Fuck. <laughs> What about things we think might be big, like not necessarily for us, but that we think are going to be crowd favorites? Uh, I've only looked at the list for myself. You're telling me you haven't looked at the perspective of our customers yet? Shame. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for shame. Yes, 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 I have. I think, um, I think, arguably the biggest piece of the year might be the fish release. Yeah, that, I think that fish well? will be huge because, like, think about the history. 
Anytime there's been a fish release, it's fucking gone. It's hmm. true. Even that year that they did like the three different versions of uh, Junta with the like the Pollock cover and whatnot. Yeah, like that one was fucking gone. It's true. Yeah, fish is usually pretty big. It was um, a year with a with a Dave Matthews release. Usually, there's usually, usually a Dave Matthews release. Big. The Last live year tracks. it was a little slower. No, that one we or sold out. Black Friday. No, we've never not sold out a Dave. Okay, I think I'm just thinking of like sold out quickly. I think, like I think that as the uh, and specifically the Dave pieces. I think that those they've uh, progressively pressed a little more because the first time around, it was so limited mm-hmm. that they were like I think basically every store got one or something and mm-hmm. they were so fucking gone. And actually, to their credit, I think it might have been like management had a discussion with label and they decided that in order to cut down on like people getting shafted on eBay, mm-hmm. um, that they pressed a little more so it wasn't as like highly in demand. Right. Mm-hmm. Which you know we could talk a little bit about that. Like there's obviously douchebags out there who are only in this game to profit. Namely, us. <laughs> Edit. No, 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 no. He's right, though. We're not, I I mean, we're, not, we're not in it to profit, like, at the expense of other people. But, you know, we're here to... We're, we're not here. gouging you. Yeah, we're... I, I think... Um, we're here to create something good and better, and everything we do is to... I think is, you need to remember that it's not record day. It's record store day. Yes. And the, the spirit of the thing was created because... Fuck you, eBay! <laughs> Sorry. The spirit of the thing was created because... <laughs> you, know, you should see I, him go on a Ticketmaster rant. It's I think it was before, before our time. I think there was a lot of great stores across this country who were out there, you know, having a little bit of a hard time. And, like, you know, there was a lot of things that happened in the industry that... I mean, but before the resurgence it. of vinyl, I mean... Yeah, I, I, Record rough. Store Day is definitely the catalyst to the resurgence of vinyl. Mm. And... Um, you know, we were in a. There was an awkward time where the CD had begun to decline thanks to things like iTunes and Amazon MP3 downloads, and then just the very beginnings of Pandora and Spotify streaming was up. And I think uh, Record Store Day was a response to that. It's like, you know, those things are fine. I I don't think any of us are shitting on any of those things. It's just that there are people out there who appreciate a physical product, and also more so appreciate. The idea of going to the record store, flipping through the bins, meeting other people, you know, something can happen, whereas just clicking isn't going to make anything happen but get you immediate satisfaction. Well, see, it's it's funny that you bring that up, and if we're going to talk about record store day sort of uh, in a larger context or, or even in like a more political context um, – this year was the most I had heard about an actual like outspoken anti record store day uh, sentiment from a number of record stores, and I it, it, some, yeah, there were a couple, couple of articles people, published about that. Yeah. yeah, people penned some essays about it, and they talked about their reasoning behind it. And I sort of, when I read it, um, I agreed. I think with a lot of the points that they were making, like like one uh, I remember reading was saying that it essentially uh, I don't want to say floods the market, but it. It's it's like needless releases. It's like re-releases that are just done for the sake of they're created just Which for Which has, has been a complaint the last few years is that a lot of the major labels use Record Store Day kind of like a way to just fill the market with stupid shit with like needless things. Yeah, reissues that aren't necessarily they're not hard to find. You know, I take rare. issue with that for the most part. <clears throat> we'll see. And what I was going to say is, I feel like the sentiment that you raised is the counter argument to that, which is to say, you know, it's not about. It's about the stores, and it's about supporting the stores and supporting independent stores specifically. Yeah, and that's the that's spirit the of it. Record Store Day, not right. Record Day. This is a free comic day. 
It's, it's about comics. I presume it's also about the comic shop, but... Well, I mean, they're free, so it's specifically, a very different day. it's record stores. But also, to the point of those releases, like, you know, I definitely think there are some releases out there that are softballs. I'm not going to mm-hmm. throw labels around or anything, but there is, you know, I've got one major in my mind who's releasing things that they're going to release anyway. And it's fine to release those reissues. I don't think you need to put them out there on record store day. People are going to come out for them anyway. But the the other thing I hear I hear is that people are complaining that major labels are clogging up pressing plants mm-hmm. with these things. Right, mm-hmm. that was another big one. But where do you think? How do you think these record pressing plants are staying in business? All right, that must be a huge. That's huge, a huge influx like, of cash. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your DIY band, which I'm not shitting on, their whole their press is going to get released, but it's still going to be pressed. And the industry as a whole has grown. To a point of beyond capacity, like they, mm-hmm. we were at, like basically six pressing plants in the country pressing everything, and now we've got more coming online. More and more keep getting announced, so that should start to ease a bit. And it's worth noting that you know this gripe that's a, a cash grab for major labels, sure, but yeah, right, there's over the five hundred releases for Record Store Day. 60% of which are from independent and independently owned record labels. Mm-hmm. 60%. And that's not to say that major labels aren't putting out cool pieces. Some of them are. So if you don't want to partake, I say fine. More for us. And not in a cash kind of way. Just like, you know what? If you're not going to participate, that gives every other store who wants to participate and make it about their store and make it about their community more opportunity to sell another record to keep them going forward. And about the cash, because the cash helps <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of uh, validity in a lot of the arguments. And I think that, I, I mean, like any organization that is growing, I mean, you have to, like, objectively look at what you're doing and, and figure out what you can do to, to make it better. And that's part of what I feel like these complaints truly are, is, is like, everyone has been sort of, uh, uh, this is my... Uh, oversimplified, you know, perspective on this thing is that, you know, independent record stores have been, for the most part, totally accepting to the concept of Record Store Day and and we've, like, everyone just kind of jumped in full steam and has been running with it. And, yeah, I mean, I, like, with anything else, you gotta make improvements, you gotta ask hard questions, you gotta look at parts that you don't like and address them, and I think that that's truly what is gonna happen. I think is. I don't perceive what uh, these guys are saying is necessarily negative or selfish or greedy, and and I think that they raise good points. I think that there's counter arguments to a lot of them, and vice versa. But uh, I think in the end, it'll truly just make for a better record store day that focuses, like you said, on record stores and will reinforce that. Yeah, I mean, it's important to note that record stores are free to do what they want. You could participate or not. It's also it's not, it's not an all or nothing thing, like. If you don't want to carry that 40% of what might be weak yeah. titles, if you, think, you don't have to order them. Yeah, if you think that major labels are just making a cash grab, you don't have to order the major label pieces. You can only order, you could order three pieces and say, these are the three Record Store Day pieces I want to participate in. Mm. Uh, I'm genuinely interested to see how Record Store Day continues to grow and change. Because it, it's going to evolve, and it's going to adapt, and, and I'm curious to see like how it, how it continues to grow going into the future. But let's talk about uh, our Record Store Day right, event. It's not just about the records. we got other shit going on. We Yeah, Record Store Day has always been a huge day, which we're so thankful to everyone who comes and, and participates and 
camps out and hangs out. Like we, we're so thankful to. You're the reason people. that it just keeps getting better. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you're talking about them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking over here. I'm very sorry. I was looking at the point on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be our first record store day in the new store here. Uh, oh, that's so much space. <laughs> we do. We do have some things that are planned. We have some things that are in the works. Some things we can't talk about yet. Exactly. I, I don't want to. I want to jump the gun. I will say one thing that I know we will have is we will have something that we've been talking about for fucking years about doing strippers. What? That's I'm, afterwards. Sorry. <laughs> Food trucks. Okay. Oh. Uh, the Clock Tower Grill is going to be here. They're going to be coming in the morning. They're going to have breakfast. They're going to have coffee. They're going to be camped out outside for everybody. I'm stoked. So am I. I'm going to have two breakfasts then. <laughs> then we're going to have live music on the stage. We actually, uh, last week, we had our first uh, Dark Side DJ night, which was on Tuesday. That's We're doing that now on every other Tuesday night. It's a free night. We have DJs who come in. I'm sorry. No, it's more hip-hop. You're not wearing it's your not... gold shoes. You can't do That's that. That's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. But uh, so we, uh, our first one, we kicked off, uh, and we had DJ Pearly in here, who came in and, holy shit, was she good? Uh, she was sick. I, uh, I watched a bunch of videos because I missed Tuesday night because I was at school, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Your priorities are wrong, <laughs> right. sir. I don't understand turntablism, and and I don't understand what the what the machines do. But the, when you start throwing like, your arm behind you and yeah. hitting the right side with your left eye, give it, the, give it the reach around. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> there's a switchy thing in the middle. I don't know what it does, but she was doing all that shit, and it's amazing. And uh, she was here. She's going to be coming back on record store day, and she's going to be spinning in between uh, bands, doing some some live DJ sessions. I believe we're also having Girl Scout cookies. I was just going to say, you know, what we got oh my to God, make it keeps getting better to make your your <laughs> listening pleasure even better. Girl, Girl Scouts. Scouts. Cookie. Tag along, <laughs> tag alongs all day. Food. I'm PJs. a grasshopper man. Yeah. What are what other grasshoppers? I think, I think thin mints. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, grasshopper is the alcoholic beverage. Uh, <laughs> thin mints. Yeah. Oh, you like the thin mints? Chocolate colored thin mint. What, like, what's uh, the one that's like the coconut? The Samoas. 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 Yeah. Those uh, I I fell in love with later in life. I I like the was peanut butter anti- ones. I can't remember what they're called. Wait, are those the tag-alongs? Yeah, the tag-alongs, tag-alongs yeah, with yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Wait, you were anti-Samoa? Yeah. You just, were just, like, passively, like, not interested? Like, you were actually, like, no, anti-America Samoa? <laughs> totally unnecessary. We don't need that as a territory. It's all political. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, Girk is into the politics. <laughs> That's it. Hot-button uh, issue, American <laughs> Samoa. <laughs> Polynesia is not that far from Asian, so yeah, you may not want oh, to... That's true, <laughs> yeah, don't... Uh, <laughs> So many fewer visas if they're a territory. Look, we're going to open a pop-up shop there. It's all yours. Hell yeah. Go. I'm going to need you to get a houndstooth suit. <laughs> Go forward and multiply. It's all the little gurks. <laughs> Back to the cookies. Back to the Samoa. Yeah. I hated coconut when I was younger. What, what brought you around? Samoa's actually. It was Samoa's just like, yeah. Okay. Back to the coconut? Yeah, it was just like one one night I was uh, quote unquote <laughs> tired and hungry. <laughs> and I uh, just, someone was like, yeah, just try it, dude. I was the like, the only thing around right. was the Samoa. Yeah, yep. I don't think anyone has referred to it doing air quotes with their fingers and saying, I was tired. Around <laughs> <laughs> all my bosses, they're just not going to come out with it. I guess that that's what you would say to like, your parents yeah. or your boss. I was tired. Oh, my eyes are really red because yeah. I was really. Tired. That's it. The allergies. I don't get my allergies in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Those cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and really hungry all of a sudden. Yeah, man. So now you're a coconut fan, though. Yeah, for the most part. Not, don't don't give me any coconut water. 
That is disgusting. What? About what? Coconut milk. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll get down. You're at a fresh milk. coconut. No, still haven't. Good stuff. We should next podcast. I'm gonna bring fresh coconuts and we'll drink them on on air. Fresh okay. coconuts and tequila. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, there's a mix. <laughs> it's called a tropical fuck you. <laughs> tropical puta. Now we're throwing out some foul language. Our yeah. Jerk. Oh. So yeah, so we have a bunch of we have a bunch of stuff planned for record store day. We're gonna have live music. We're gonna have events all day long. We're gonna have apparently food. Some some giveaways. Might be some giveaways. I'm willing to go a step further. I'm going to say there will be giveaways. Hey. Oh. Okay. Blame JB <laughs> when you don't get anything. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'll find something. Someone's wearing your hoodie and your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants these shoes. Uh, my feet really smell. I'm like, I'm, I took my feet out of my sandals and I'm just <laughs> sitting here regretting my choices, but they're so sweaty. I mean, to be fair, yeah. usually when you take them out of your sandals, like, it... it Permeates the room. It's 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 strong. If you want, we can pass no, 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 around. It it the best. <laughs> if it's wet, it's if it's awful. wet, it's really bad. It's like uh, wet okay, because I've definitely been around where like we've been doing something, and then all of a sudden it'll just it'll just hit me. Mm-hmm. You want to be like you wanna, JJ? You took your sandals off. Huh? You want to pass the sandal? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. Waft it in the air. Walk around the store like the priest, like swinging the thing. This is what we should do if we get shoplifters. Is you should just fucking. Smack him upside the face with the inside of your I'll just wet undo sandal. The Velcro and just yeah. press it into the just rub it all over him. Talk about waterboarding. Put, we put him in the phone booth with like a bunch of your old sandals. Oh, just yeah, and lock the door. Shoplifters, now you know. Should we talk about uh, general RSD policies? It's, uh, yeah, there's we have rules, ahead, and then we've never it. had a problem. We've always had very respectful customers. Yeah, if you're new to our store for Record Store Day, which we do tend to get a lot of new people mm-hmm. out and about for the big day, um, there are some general things that we do here to try to minimize douchiness and also maximize fairness for everybody. Uh, first thing being, in the, in the spirit of Record Store Day, we do not hold anything for anybody. So don't call us, please. We've already, we've already gotten the calls. I know. Yeah, they well, always I know. happen. They always happen. Everything is first come, first serve. Uh, we think it's the best policy because mm-hmm. everybody gets what they want, so... You know, if you're the if you're the kid that's here at 10 p.m. the night before, and you're first in line, you've got first dibs at what's on what's on the menu. Uh, limited one item or one copy of each item per customer. Correct. To avoid, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, the eBay flippers, flippers and the, no the flippers. profiteers. I think I, I can't say for sure, obviously, but I think we don't have a lot of flippers that come. Yeah, usually the people who are first in line are the ones who are really dedicated to the yeah. The product you could and tell. Like, fans. I remember last yeah. year, like the people who were first in line were there for brand new, and we know mm-hmm. they were there for brand new. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And last year was the All, first was the first camp out, right? That was um Well no we've had Patrick we and his wife had a tent yet. No tent. Nobody's pitched a tent. Last year was the girls' <laughs> I, pitched, I pitched a tent. <laughs> um Yeah, there were the two people that they had chairs. And blankets. And, and blankets. And I think that they, I remember uh, they they said there was an incident with a homeless person who like they were waiting and they put their chairs down to like kind of call their spot. Yep. And they went to sit in their car because it was chilly. Yeah. And they looked up and there was like a homeless person like lounging in their chairs. <laughs> yeah. So they had to get back out there and kind of shoo them along. <laughs> it's not a free for all in here. Uh, yeah. All the uh, record store date items will be. We keep them behind the, behind counter, the counter and you come up and order in a civilized and gentlemanly fashion. Was that genu- genuinely, 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 gentlemanly, gentlemanly, genuine fashion? gentleman? I think with courtesy. was the combination. Keep it classy. Yeah, so no uh, no pushing, no shoving. Don't abuse our employees or you'll get the sandal. 
<laughs> I'll bring a, a special bag though. They yes. Um, we'll have extra registers open so that if yep. you're not into RSD product or if you're already uh, checked out for the special RSD stuff, then you can you're free to be and you don't have to wait in line again. Mm-hmm. And there's even uh, register day being on a Saturday and new releases. Now coming out on new release Friday. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a bunch of pieces that are coming out on. This will be the, the first year for it because yeah. uh, Friday new releases July. started last June or July, and now so like for example, uh, huge the Metallica reissues yeah. of Ride mm-hmm. the Lightning and Kill 'Em All coming on April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So really, they're coming on April sixteenth. But you know what we're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and those are coming out as both. Uh, Regular LP and like fucking super deluxe editions, like huge box yeah. sets. Like they're insane. So if you're here just to shop uh, at for regular store things, we will be open. You're welcome to shop for everything else. We still have our movies, our gifts, our shirts, our CDs, our vinyl. Everything else will still be here. And Girl Scout cookies. And Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yes. Bring cash for that. <laughs> like we take card, Girl Scouts don't. So bring your cash for the Girl Scouts. And it's my understanding that they're pretty tough if you don't have the cash. Like, they expect to be paid. They're breaking knees. Mm-hmm. Ruthless. Yeah. That's a badge, actually. Kneecap breaking. <laughs> yeah. Badge. Indian burn. Cookie hustling. Lone shark collecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're setting them up for good careers, really. I feel like that's important. Yeah. It's good to learn you skills. You gotta hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So it's gonna be a good day. We have a ton planned. There's a ton coming out. We're gonna have so much... That uh, we'll be announcing on our website and our social media. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram already, please do so now. Uh, I'll post all the links in the information for this podcast. But follow us as we get details, as things change, as things develop. We'll post everything uh, online so you can get up to the minute. Maybe we'll start highlighting some of the cooler releases too. Like maybe even some of the more obscure releases. Like we'll throw up some Almar, talk a little bit about it, mm-hmm. 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 and let us know what you're excited about. We yeah, would we want to know. We'd love your comments. Uh, you know, comment on Facebook, uh, com- wherever. Send us messages. Let us know what you're excited about. Tell us the pieces that you want to see. Tell us uh, your thoughts. Tell us what you think sucks. As long as you're not asking for a pre-order, because. Generally, as the year, as time goes on, we become less and less courteous as it gets down to the day when you call us asking us to hold things. That's that's just Berto. That's true. I've hung up on people. It's going to be a good day. Going to have fun. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. No Harry Potter. It's true. There was no Harry Potter release. That's, yeah. Yep. And I, You know what? The world I'm going to put this out there now as a precursor to our record story. Something I want to make happen that I know I can't, so if somebody else wants to help me with this... <laughs> I would really like a turntable and a record to be fighting on our front lawn. So if like some, costumes, yeah, like somebody, that. if somebody is like a costumer or knows a guy who knows a guy, and you can get those things, and you want to volunteer to be out front smashing in to turntable and record on our front lawn on busy Route Forty Four, please let us know. I Maybe mean, if we get three participants, we can have the turntable and the record kicking the shit out of an iPod, <laughs> <laughs> or just an iPod that just. Hugging itself and rocking across the building. I miss Steve. Send us a message. <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. Oh, and we're gonna have a porta potty. Yay! If you have to relieve yourself and you want to come early, no big, no uh, no public urination worries here. We got a porta potty. We also have a bathroom. Well, that's when we're open. When we're open. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So that'll be April sixteenth. 
That's 9 a a.m. Sa- that's a Saturday. We're opening at 9 a.m. sharp. Get here early. Somebody please help us out. We close at 9 p.m. the Friday before. We'd like to know somebody's already in line on 9 p.m. the night before. Now, since we're at a new parking, location, parking we, lot. we have a dedicated parking lot. Yeah. So you're welcome. space. Yeah, you're welcome to come outside. You can camp. There's there's room for everybody. It's well lit. Really friendly neighbors behind Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But we'll have space for everybody. Come on by April 16th. Darkside Records. We're at our new location, 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie, uh, a.k.a. Route 44 by Planet Wings and Burger King. And if you like our podcast, check out our much more structured show on WRV Sundays at 10 p.m. Where we don't ramble because we're limited to 30 minutes. And it's well edited. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say things about Asians. Or hookers. Or I didn't say anything about hookers. Did I say something about hookers tonight? Um, I feel like you've talked about hookers. Oh, I'm sure. Point. Yeah, I mean, or barbed that's... cat dick, or your which nickname... is a real threat, ladies. Watch or out. Or corkscrew for it. pig dick. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Or your nickname for your penis, which you've recently changed. What was it? Um... It was. You had a couple tonight. <laughs> <laughs> One was canceled and went flaccid. <laughs> Flaccido dongingo. <laughs> What was the Wayne Manor or something? The stately yep. Wayne Manor? Yep. Uh, when you grow, that means it's the end of the podcast. Yep. All right, so everybody, so thanks for listening. This has been the Dark Side Podcast, episode 15? 15. Ooh, episode five. 15. That's our quinceanera, folks. Oh. See. Mm-hmm. We had Tecate. That's why. Subconsciously, I knew. It's fucking brilliant. Well done, sir. Well done. So uh, on behalf of Dark Side Records, I'm JB. I'm Berto. I'm Tyler. I'm JJ. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. What? Fuck off. I'm I'm not talking again. You don't have a, a, I, I, have a sign I, I, Yeah, I got no sign off. It's Flacido. He's out. <laughs> you need a sign off. You need a good, like, a good... Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> That's, okay, I'm JB. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>